Hello, hello, hello. It's Grandpa from Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Ready to head into A Tale of Two Dates, the second date finale? Because I am. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. (laughs) Opening my eyes and giving thanks that they were working properly again, I realized I was still sitting on the toilet. It felt as if several minutes had passed. After flushing and washing my hands, I returned to my recliner to, hopefully, get some shut-eye. My date was awake and inquired as to where I had been. Reminding her that I had gone to the washroom, she mentioned that an hour and a half had gone by. Even though I lost an hour and a half of time, it really didn't bother me, because it was another hour and a half of peace and joy. Sleep was calling me, quietly whispering in my ear to succumb to its advances. Just then, there was a pounding on my chest, fetid breath in my nostrils. My hands grabbed instinctively something that had jumped on me. Fingers felt fur while trying to control the creature that was obviously excited and over-salivating on my face. My eyes adjusted themselves to the dark, allowing me to identify the creature. It was not my date, but the couple's small dog, a Carn Terrier. After letting the dog introduce itself, I set him on the floor, releasing it to go back to where it had come from. As the throes of sleep were calling again, the sound to break the still of the morning was that of an infant. Judging from the pitch and tone, I placed the infant at about two to three months. Knowing that I was not going to embrace sleep, I decided to leave as quietly as possible to not disturb anyone. However, my plan was spoiled. The date was awake again. She asked if I was going to use the bathroom. My reply was I was going to head home. Trying to convince her that I could let myself out was to no avail. Putting on my coat and the other winter paraphernalia, the date rose up from the recliner and came to the door. She mumbled that she had a very good time and asked me to call her. Hesitantly, I said that I'll talk to you later. I believe that was a subconscious thought after that particular song. After a quick peck, and I mean quick, faster than a chicken picking up some feed, I opened the door and stepped out into the cold and dark exterior. Where the fuck was my truck? Those were the exact words that came out of my mouth. Please excuse the profanity. Looking around, my vehicle was not in view. Unable to figure out exactly where I was, I began to walk, I believe, north, according to the North Star. Finishing about two blocks, I performed a 180-degree turn and started the other way. 
A couple of blocks later, my vehicle was found. Sitting in the truck, while it warmed up a bit, I replayed the events, at least the ones that I could remember, again, and again, and again. I wasn't sure if everything that happened, happened, or was it a dream? Or perhaps I spent time in an alternate universe. Still feeling a bit of the night and discovering what area we were in, I was able to safely return back to my life and world. A few days later, I received a text message which was supposedly, quote, sent by accident, unquote. It was the friend asking the date if she had heard from me at all. The reply being from what I had gathered in a somewhat tone of disdain, was that I didn't know what I was missing. I concluded she was looking at the mental trophies on the shelves in her mind again. I, for the second time, ghosted someone. I wondered what would have happened if we would have got pulled over that night and the weed was in her purse. That in itself would have been a nightmare.